Hey, so I'm not sure if you heard, but we are bringing back the private practice bootcamp experience. So listen, this will not be an ordinary bootcamp. Yes, that's right. We are glowing up your experience and your private practice. So what does this mean? Are you truly ready to glow up your private practice and your life? So I'm talking about crafting a big vision. Stop playing small. Who does that? Okay. We are dreaming big beyond just clarifying your niche. We are actually going to build up your confidence in your business as an abundant CEO. Now, listen, I've had the opportunity to host over 25 boot camps in the last five to six years. And I know that I am really good at teaching and delivering that information. But one thing that I have noticed that is missing with therapists right now is that they need a hype woman. They need someone to encourage them to show up and to glow up boldly and unapologetically. So here are the details. We start on May 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all, we working. So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and therapist coach. So in today's episode, I have a surprise for you. From time to time, I interview phenomenal people because I know how important the topic of money is to business owners, especially mental health therapists. And so I wanted to give you a brief introduction to this epic clinical psychologist and also known as the financial psychologist, Dr. Roche Brown. So the topic of this episode is get your mind on your money. And I want to give you a brief bio of who this great woman is. So born and raised from the Bay Area in Northern California, Dr. Roche Brown has experienced what life is from an underserved community. She's always been so passionate about the topic of money and financial literacy which led her to integrate finances into her therapy treatment in her own private practice as a licensed clinical psychologist. Our guest speaker for today is one of the closest friends that I have. She's also known as my BBP, beautiful black psychologist. I met her in graduate school. So I want you to tune in today as we hear some insights on how to shape your money mindset and bring prosperity by learning the practical ways of increasing your cash flow. You now are going to get an overview of Dr. Roche and Dr. TK as they go down memory lane from graduate school over 10 plus years ago and offering mental health services for over 15 years in the mental health industry. So let's go ahead and tune into today's episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, and I am here with a epic, beautiful Black psychologist, also known as the 
financial psychologist, one of my BFFs as well, Dr. Roche Brown. And in today's interview, it's going to be a little bit different. I am choosing to do a video plus a audio for our podcast listeners. And today we are talking about mindset and money. So welcome, Dr. Roche, to the podcast today. Hey, hey, thank you for having me, Dr. TK. Yes. So we are going to jump straight in. You've already heard a intro bio about who Dr. Roche is before we started this podcast episode. So let's jump straight in. And so, as I mentioned, she is a financial psychologist. And so can you explain to the listeners exactly what that means? Yes, of course. I know it's something that people don't hear about all the time, but I am a licensed clinical psychologist, right? So I've actually been doing therapy and treatment um, with depression and anxiety, what we all understand since 2006. But about five or six years ago, I started noticing a trend when it came down to most of my clients that, you know, their money stress and mental health stress were together, right? So when you're feeling depressed and anxious, It'll, you might end up going out there and spending money that you don't need to impulsively. Retail therapy might happen. Um, or what could easily happen is that your money is low and that causes levels of depression and anxiety um, in you because you're trying to like, you know, manage what's going to happen next. And so I recognize that it's a huge area um, that people don't really pay attention to that much, um, as well as when it comes down to your money. Most time I always ask people, you want more money? So I'm like, you, you answer it, answer it. All the listeners be like, I want more money. I do. But I recognize that more money just makes you more of who you are. Mm-hmm. So you can have an abundance of money that's coming in. But if you have not figured out the right type of habits around your money, it will go out as fast as it comes in, that's you know, true. and you'll still feel yourself like, wait, how did I find myself like, in debt again. How am I not saving? Every time I try to save, something always shows up. So all that, those things will come back together. So I recognize that it's not a money problem as much as it's more of our mindset type of problem. And that's and why you tie those in together. Yes. yes. Because yes. we went to graduate school together and we both graduated and became clinical psychologists. But then over time, we became very um, passionate about particular areas that it seems like was already our gift over the right. last 15 plus years, like me being a professor, you understanding money, and then yeah. like just us looking at our history. And yeah. so I'm just happy that you were able to find your niche as well, because that's one thing that I talk to my audience and my students about a lot. And then you found a creative way to combine your two loves together yes. to operate in alignment. So that's that's dope. Yes, that's definitely, dope. definitely. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you here now too. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you actually already started talking about like my second question for you. So I'm just going to go ahead and pivot into that question. So um, our listeners are primarily mental health therapists. They can be in school. A lot of them are pending licensure and or are in the field, have a private practice, and they want and or have other streams of income. So why is understanding our relationship with money important, especially for therapists who probably think too much and has student debt? Right, right. Um, Because we think too much, right? So I would say (laughs) when it comes down to um, money, especially as a mental health professional, um, a lot of us, you know, the initial area I know definitely was for me and you was like, let's get a good job with some good benefits, right? And like, let's make six figures. Like, that's like the number one thing. Um, But nobody in our family, and and this is for our experience, and a a lot of those that may be listening to experience, you may be the first person in your family to go to college, right? Or maybe you're the first person to ever have a six-figure job. 
you know, or have this kind of stability, making more money. I remember when I first started making money, I wasn't even making a hundred thousand dollars, but I was making $60,000 and it was still more money than anybody my family had ever made. And I never were living it up. And living it up, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was never hungry. Like, you know, so I'm always like, well, that was not, not even six figures, but who teaches you how to manage it? But if you look at the people that are around you, I recognize like, you know, I always say, what is your money, money models? Who are your models around money? Indirectly or directly. People may not have taught you how to really manage your money the right way. And so now you're in this world, you're making relatively good money, right? What is good money to you at the time? And then you start to spend as much as you make. And then you'd be like, oh, now we get to six figures. Then I'm going to get a way out. And then you get to six figures. You'd be like, dang, this ain't enough money either. Exactly. (laughs) So like all this stuff, your mind starts to expand the more you get exposed to it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like as mental health professionals, it's so important, especially for those that are still in school or just early, um, you know, getting started uh, as well as even your private practice is that you start to learn how to manage your money while it's small because it's hard to unlearn bad behavior. I'm so glad that you said that. I talked to my students about it, but I also did a podcast episode about it a few weeks ago in terms of understanding what's under the hood of your business, especially around finances. Because if you are currently, let's just say at $50,000 in a private practice, and then they don't, you know, some clinicians don't want to take the time to understand their brand, their marketing, the fundamentals of growing their business, especially looking at their bank account. And then what will happen when that money increases? Because the goal, at least for my students, is that you continue to move up in your financial and abundance rank. However, if you keep those same mindset habits in the next level, it's actually going to be harder to unlearn and maintain your business. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just think about it. I mean, business is so interesting because I always tell people that everybody hate math, but they love money. Right. Right. (laughs) So you hate math, but you, but you got to know the basics and you have to put in the basic work. Like you have to do the adding, subtracting part of it, right? We can't just, like a lot of people make it seem like money is magical, right? (laughs) Like almost, I I broke that hundred dollars and I don't even know where it went. Like, it's just like a magic, you know, like I broke that 20 and it was gone. You know, and we hear that even when we're younger, you know, our parents say that kind of stuff. I broke the 20, the $20 bill was gone. I broke the hundred. Broke, yeah, right? I, I broke it. You know what I mean? It's, and it'd be like, it's it, it's something that we can we can pay attention to, right. right? And I think like the way that we pay attention to any relationship that we value, right? We, we relationship um, our therapeutic relationship with our clients, we value it. So we right. spend time with it. We nurture that relationship. Um, right. We pay attention to it. We we feel responsible for that relationship. Is the same way we should feel about our money. Right, right. right. We should be doing right. the same exact thing around that. Right. It's interesting that you say that because like I'm paying attention to as a therapist, of course, the words that we choose to use will dictate how money comes to us. And then, of course, yeah. talking to my community a lot about laws of attraction. And you, we've been under one of the best manifestation experts there is in terms of understanding the magnitude of how you set up your mindset will yeah. dictate what gets attracted back to you. So if you're continuously saying I broke the 100. Oh, I'm broke now. You're constantly yes. saying that you're broken. So what financial state will you actually be in? Like, let's yes. be right. It's, so I just want to talk about the power of the mind. Cause this was coming up for me. Um, I was at an event um, like a week or two ago. Uh-huh. And, and I know that all of you therapists have experienced this. I just want to <laughs> explain the power of your mind and attraction. Yeah. So have you ever had that experience where you hope that your client don't show up? 
for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you tired. Maybe you might not want to see this client. This is the more difficult client. You like, oh, maybe I can get home early. Whatever your reason is, right? <laughs> but you had that spirit of like, oh, I hope this client don't show up. And then what happens? The client doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. So if we have the power to make a person not show, I mean, because that is our power. You get what I'm saying? Like we have the power to make somebody just not show up somewhere. Then what other powers do we have? That's good. You get what I'm saying? Like, I was like you and everybody, I mean, I was talking to different people in different industries, like talking about a a hairdresser, a barber. They like, everybody was like, oh yeah, I know what that feels like. What you You think about come about. What what are the, yeah, what you like think about, you bring about, right? You know, what you focus on will expand. All Mm -hmm. these different things are important because we do it all the time. And unconsciously. And that's one of the issues, which is why we're talking about it to bring it to your conscious awareness. Because yeah. you are like, we like to, what, what did our parents tell us? I always say that like, you know, they say don't point one finger because you have three, three. maybe four, depending on your thumb yeah, yeah. Like at you. We like to externalize yeah. the blame as to why, you know, we can't make enough money in our business and are at a job, yeah. but what energy are you putting out there in the universe to be able to attract that thing right back to exactly. you? So, exactly. So let's get into these hacks because you already didn't drop about 5,000 gems okay. already. So listen, <laughs> so I like to focus on hacks or like milestones. So what's like three things that you can share with the mental health therapist that's important specifically for business ownership okay. that's essential to like leading to profitability? Like what's three things that you can share that can lead them to more profits and mm-hmm. tie in that financial mindset stuff? Yeah, yeah. So the three things that kind of come up for me and it may end up turning into five or six. I have no idea what the spirit's going to do. And I have subtopics, which is right. usually my well, podcast. Yeah we, go, yeah, we go like, but this is, this is the three that is coming up. The first thing I would say is investing in you, mm-hmm. right? Investing in yourself. It's huge for business. And I think a lot of us don't understand it. And it took time for both me and you to begin yes. to understand it. Decade. And yes. Huh? Say it again. Over a decade. Over a decade, exactly. <laughs> to, to know that this is just like baseline foundation for a business is to invest in yourself. I would say the first levels of it, if you think about, particularly because you're a mental health therapist, is mm-hmm. that you might want to invest in spending at least the amount of money that you expect somebody to, to pay you. That's good. That's like the number one, like, like we will sit there and be like, I hope somebody pay us $150 every single week. That's like the, your first level. Mm-hmm. But not ever want to pay nobody else $150 a week. You feel all this grudge, like, ooh, that's one fifth. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, if you could feel that way, that's the way that, that you're going to attract those clients that feel that way too about you. And so they're going to show up and not show up and show up and show Like, all those things have to do with you. And what do you do with that client? Because you don't even know what to do with yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Right. How are you going to coach this client to feel important enough and worthy enough to invest in themselves? Mm-hmm. Right. Because the direct correlation of going to therapy doesn't bring that person extra money or bring this person like a, a love of their lives. It's not the direct thing, but it's them directly working on themselves that mm-hmm. indirectly brings all these things that they desire. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like we need to learn how to do that for ourselves. So right. I say, right. like, first, as a therapist, investing yourself in that kind of way. When it comes down to deciding you want to have a business, right? And you want to grow it and you want to scale it up. One day you'll learn it. I'm sure one of these podcasts talked about growth. 
right? But when you really want to do that, you're going to have to invest in yourself to be in the circles, right? Like circles of influence, be in the right people who are doing greatness. So Mm -hmm. it can level up your mind to believe in greatness about Mm -hmm. yourself, Mm -hmm. Um, as well as you want to be around somebody who's already done done it before. That's going to hold you accountable for it. So if somebody else, if you're trying to start a private practice, you want somebody who started a private practice before. And that's successful in a practice. That's That's my phrase. Because you can be around a whole lot of people who do what you want to do. But the question is, are they successful? And what is their definition of success? Because it may not match yours. Come on now, preach. Because I believe that that's important. So see somebody who's successful, you know, and then you want to go ahead and put that, um, you know, work in to invest in being around that successful person. You know, you want them to be doing better than what you're doing, right? They say success leaves clues or success leaves crumbs, right? right? So if you sit there and get connected to the right person, you won't have to make the same mistakes that they had to make in order to get to where they are. Right. If we took 10 years, this is why we choose to utilize our platforms like this to teach people so that you can cut not the time in half, but literally the time in a quarter, like at yes. least 25%, if not less, is my goal for my students. Yeah. No, I mean, but I mean, just think about it. If, if we knew what we knew now, you know yes. what I mean? I'm like, I, I look at it all the time. Like if I was connected to the coaches that I understand now, business coaches, um, mindset, if I understood personal development the way that I understand it now, if I had known this when I was 25, mm-hmm. right? Like I would have before 30 been in the millions, multi-million dollars. I mean, just think and about it. Look, look, in one year, not adding up our years, because because that were the case, we're already a millionaire, let's be real. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, yes. In one, right. Multi-million but, oh, dollars within yes. one year. Exactly. And we're constantly bringing in multi-millions. My goal at this point in my life would be like, oh, um, I'm trying to get to that uh, like next, like, you know, 15 million, 10, 15 yes. million dollars. Yes. Like my goals would be completely different because I'm I'm already there. So so with that, I would say with investing sometimes, especially with therapists, um, just from what I've seen and how I've surveyed them, you know, in especially like Adult Therapist Academy, is that I ask them what prevents you from investing even in this program? Because some of them, you know, they follow me online for months. Some of them were two years before they said yes. And a lot of it was fear. Because they didn't know, kind of like a therapy client, what was on the other side of our services, but they have to get a picture of the outcome. Like the client, we have to show them the value of what will happen in your love life when you come to therapy. And so I think it's really important for therapists, like you mentioned earlier, to just see what it's like on the other side, but beyond the therapy couch, specifically if you're building a business. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, It's a must. Yeah. Right. And you'll know it. Right. You'll you'll try it. You'll struggle. And then you'll be like, oh, man, I wish I had somebody who could just teach me how to do this. Exactly. And the interesting thing is, is that and this was so, I guess, really interesting about those who go to grad school mm-hmm. is that we do invest. Right. Because we get like loans and we go to school. And so it's like we know how to do it. But there's some type of way from a financial perspective mm-hmm. that when we're getting student loans, it doesn't feel like it's coming out of our pocket the same way. Yes. It is. Right. But it doesn't feel like it. Right. But when we're investing in a coach, it's like I saw my bank account have this number and now mm-hmm. my bank account no longer has it. Mm-hmm. And so my brain thinks that there's something wrong. <laughs> And it's, so it's, 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 it's not about like expectations, 
Like if we think about grad school, vice versa, how you said it, the same way that we think about student loans, I yeah. wonder how students even will show up differently because we've been grad school professors. Yeah. How would our students show up differently if they had to pay cash for every single class? Because let's be real, it's very yeah. interesting how our experiences as college professors, they're yeah. showing up like in you and I and our coaching programs with some of our students because we collaborate for all the podcast listeners. Yeah. You know, we, we talk and we process. That's what colleagues yeah. do, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things I talk to my students about is that, and I've shared this with you, is that you know we give them the outline for the program before they sign up their syllabus, right? Yeah. We invite them to an open house, aka an online webinar or yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. So we give you the A to B, the pain points of what you're experiencing to the transformation of what you're going to get at the end. And then you decide to sign up. But then if you decide not to show up as the best version of yourself to be studious, coachable, and teachable, what results do you think you're going to have similar to a grad student? So yeah. I just wonder if students who claim that they were very studious and they got all A's in grad school and they paid attention, sat in the front of the class and took all these notes and did their papers on time, why is it that they can put all those efforts into their degree that put them in a white box yeah. with no diversity, but they can't do that with their business that is going to open up the world to them to live like a, an unlimited lifestyle? <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, it, it just makes me think of um, exposure, right? It's, yeah. just, it's still just about exposure. And so the concept of like masterminds is to be around other people that look like you, right? Yeah. That have similar foundation as you, but they're doing better, right? And they're, they're, they're growing in a different way. And so it helps you to say, well, I want to grow. I yeah. want to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's why it's so important for you to, to be in this area. Cause I don't even think we understand unlimited potential. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not around people who are thinking about unlimited stuff, <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't even know what, what does that feel like to live in a like total abundance? Mm-hmm. What are you carry your first experience in a mastermind? And I'm going to kind of tweak you. I'm going to add this as your second hack because oh, yeah. it leads to profitability. Cause you're talking about oh, yeah. something that I think is really key because yeah. we're combining circles of influence, pace, you yeah. know, yeah. and you sharing with the listeners how important it is to even be around people that make you feel uncomfortable because that can also lead to profits later if you're around the right people. Right, right. I mean, well, you know, they how they say like you're the the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. Mm-hmm. And if you are the smartest in your circle, right, then there's nowhere for you to grow. Right. And so the whole concept of going into a mastermind is to then be around people who are smarter than you, right? right. Who know more than you, who yes. have better connections, right? They say like your, your network is your network. Yep. If I'm in a group and somebody like, I don't, like, I'm just being extra right now. But if I knew somebody who knew Cardi B, right? And I'm like, I just want to know somebody. If I'm in a mastermind, maybe these mastermind people know Cardi B. And now I'm able to be able to get connected to her, you know, like stuff like that, because, you know, they always say six degrees of of separation. When you're around more people, the closer you are to people, you know, like other possibilities. Yeah. You talk about investing in relationships because sometimes we're so focused on, I need to get the result. I need to get six figures. I need to get seven figures. But yeah. what is the middle part that's going to even go beyond those six to seven figures? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know how to do joint ventures. So I feel like, so my first time doing a mastermind, you know, it, it was different, right? It was, it's definitely a different experience. Um, but what was great about the first time we did the mastermind and, and we did them, we did it together was 
that everybody in the room had special talent. I think that was the most important. Like some people were really great with speaking. Some people were good with writing a book. Some people were good with webinars. Some people were good with coaching. And because they were that, we end up getting exposed to going into little small groups yep. with those people who were um, exceptional in what they were gifted in. Right. You know, and I think that was so important. Mm-hmm. So in the idea of not having to pay every single one of these people, we had the exposure to get something from every single person that was there. I think that was the best level of mastermind Listen, that we had. That I shared that on a, a podcast episode in the past because I said that is the format that I actually prefer. I don't mind teaching, but I liked how we got to do improv. Yes. You know, so we met all together, then we broke out in sessions and we got to choose which section we went to. And that's why sometimes it's really good. It doesn't need to happen, but Mm -hmm. it's good to have someone who you know that you can talk to after the meetings are over because what do we do? We looked at where our business was going and we said, okay, you go to that class, I go to that class. We're going to talk tonight on our way home. And then it felt like we got double duty. Double class, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes, yes. So share with us the third hack. I know you got a big gem for us in terms of profitability and money. Come on. So yeah, I'll go to the third. Well, let me talk about these two. Like, okay. so, cause one thing, what I would say is marketing consistently to acquire clients. Oh, That's profitability. <laughs> like, Why am I laughing? Consistency. <laughs> consistency. Um, I would say it, I struggle in it. I'm being real, but this is the reality, you know, that we must market consistently to clients, uh, potential clients on a regular basis, right? You need like, you want to be on the top of people's minds once they're ready to make a move, mm-hmm. you know? So when we think about something like COVID um, land, like showing up, had you been marketing prior to COVID, right? Mm-hmm. About mental health services and what you do when something like that, that gave people time, you know what I mean? To now say, oh, I do need this. They gave them a problem to say that they needed your services, right? Right. So then now you're on the top of the people's minds to say, I want to work with her. I want to work with him. So Mm -hmm. I think that is extremely important. So consistent like marketing to continue to acquire clients, I think is the bait, the man, the hugest key towards profitability. And now that we learn that we have to invest time and potentially finances to learn it from ideally the best people who know it in your niche. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like, though we like, you know, we have social media that is free, right. But you still want to maybe invest in somebody on how to do it, you know, and, and how many times should you be posting? What kind of content should you be posting? What is valuable to your client? All of those things are things that like you need to understand, You know, and that's goes kind of back to number one of investing Mm -hmm. to kind of understand those things. The third thing that I would say that's completely financial um, hat is start thinking about an exit plan, even though you're just getting started. Oh, that's good. Talk talk to us about that. (laughs) Because you like the thing is that we don't take the time to think about we don't want to work forever. Mm. And I, and I, I feel like when you're in a job, like a regular W-2, you understand retirement is going to show up at one particular time. Like you, at least, at least you get it. I ain't going to be here forever. I'm going to retire. And you get right? the paper during orientation. Yeah, where exactly. Where you want to put your money. So they're already talking about 401k plans and 403bs. And so you understand that retirement is the end. Yeah. But when you go into business, there's something that you forget about. 
you forget that aspect of you need a retirement plan. You need to be thinking about an exit strategy. You need to think about ways to grow your business so your business can continue to bring you profit even when you decide to stop working. Yeah, that's, oh, that's good. That's, I mean, it's, it's that's like all the way passive income. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's mind blowing. Like I just, and, I, and this is crazy, but y'all could jump on it and get it in and out. Like just two weeks ago, my spirit realized that I'm a real business. Like what? Wait a minute. What does that mean? I'm a real business, meaning I am a healthcare facility, right? Like you got to think about that. I am a complete financial services, not because I have an S corp and an LLC, but what does that mean? It means that I can employ other people. Mm. I am a real business owner that makes the world continue. Right. Say Say those two words again, business Owner. Owner. Not yes. a boss, not an entrepreneur, not a side hustle. Yes. Business, a business owner. Owner. <laughs> you know, and this is, and, and, and like I say that, like, it was a mentality that changed for me two weeks ago. And not to say that I wasn't making money and I haven't been profitable in my business, mm-hmm. but there's a difference when you realize the kind of energy you want to put in, when you realize I need to build myself a team, mm-hmm. but you're not building the team just for you. You are also employing other people. I mean, like just impact on other people's not, lives, not on just other people's people. lives. Like that's what you're doing. There are people out here during, I just, you know, got to say in COVID land, there's people here who are losing jobs, losing jobs. And what does it mean when somebody's losing their job? They're not able to pay for food for their family, shelter for their family. And you get to be the person. I don't care if you only do it for one person. You get to be the person to say, hey, I got an extra two, three thousand dollars in my business and I got this particular um, task that yeah. needs to get done that I fall short on. Therefore, mm-hmm. I want to give them to you to yeah. give you this extra three thousand dollars a month and for them to operate in their genius zone. Exactly. And like, you don't have to. <laughs> Ooh, that is mind blowing. That is it, good. It is. And so I feel like that's kind of like I guess it's two hacks in one like. Think about your exit plan, but even you start to think about who's going to be the other coaches for you in your business. Who's going to be the other therapist in your business? Because that means you get to remove yourself away from it. You'll get the freedom of time, you know, but money is still like circulating through your business. Mm -hmm. There was this um, lady, uh, I don't even know what she do, but it's called Bell Collective. It's a show called Bell Collective. And the lady on there, she like 40. And she got like a multi-million dollar um, mental health agency oh, in, wow. in Jackson, Mississippi. I don't know where they at, but it was like, wow, I don't think she a therapist, y'all. That's dope. I mean, that's, like, that's hella crazy. dope. Yeah. Oh my God. I was just like, what does she do? Right? What does she do? She had a vision and it became her reality. And she found people that believed in her vision and she brought them on the squad Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? And they said, let me do it for you because they were excited for her business as well, which is the people I tell my two levels of my students, we all talk about delegation. You were on one of the calls, you know yes. what I'm saying? That's the guest speaker. And so delegation is key, but don't just stop at delegation. Yeah. Also look at the vision that not only you're fulfilling for your business, but that you're also fulfilling for somebody else's life. Yes. I mean, you know, that part, I mean, it's to me, that's, I feel like we don't, we struggle with being accountable to us, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, just for ourselves, but when you have to be accountable for another person, like, you know, like for their payment, for their children eating, that's a whole new level. 
Well, I was going to say that needs to be a reframe in a lot of people's minds because a lot of my students, when we talk about even incorporating and having to pay yourself and having to bring on help, are they W-9, are they, you know, employee, they try to stray away from being an employee. And I've been there because I didn't understand what we're talking about right now. But instead of thinking about it as money going out, it's technically to me an investment because we're getting time back. So it's just like grad school loans versus paying for a coach as well. They'll follow you. Reframing therapist. Yes, come on. (laughs) Practice what you preach. Exactly. You know, yes. Yes. So listen, so I definitely know that my students in the academy, I know you've interacted a lot with my elite coaching clients. Um, Some of them are new, but I really want even my podcast listeners to find out where to find you. And if they're interested to learn more about what you do, I know that you have a particular place in the online universe that they can learn about more what you do and then even connect with you. So can you share with them that? Definitely. So, you know, I have a, a, a website. It's called mymindonmymoney.com. And we'll put that in the show notes for all of our listeners. Yeah. So my mind, you got to get your mind on your money, right? So .com. And then when you go to this, of course, you're, you know, you're going to opt on in, but what you're going to get is a free case study video of me talking about, you know, how to change your mood, your mindset, and your money, utilizing the love method. So L-O-V-E, you're like, what does this acronym stand for? Well, get on my mind on my money.com, you know, you'll, you'll get the acronym, but I just believe that it's, it's love is a high frequency vibration, you know, versus fear and anxiety. And so we want to learn how to like utilize love to continuously attract more money inside of our lives. And then, you know, from there, you also get opportunity. If you want to book a, book a strategy call, you can jump on a strategy call with me and mm-hmm. like, you know, let's look at what's going on. I can help you how to, how to achieve some of your goals that you may actually, um, you know, have in your life right now. And we're, let, I just want to extend on that just to show, especially students who, or potential future students who are interested in the Dope Therapist Academy or Mastermind to like scale mm-hmm. their business is that, you know, when I look at DTA, we teach on the brand method and it directly links you in automatically, which is why I'm having you on the podcast multiple yes. times, right? Yeah. So we teach students how to figure out a map. Part of their map may be their exit plan to look at their money so yeah. that they can even know when they should be leaving their jobs or to even yeah. make it okay that you can leave your job right now because some clinicians don't even know that they are bringing in a certain amount of money that's happened for a lot of my yeah. students. And then we teach about reaching your ideal clients. We talked about magnitude. You have, well, laws of attraction in terms of knowing who you want to attract, but also thinking about money. What type of clientele, socioeconomic status, a client do you want to attract? And then have you invested that amount even in yourself? Because you want them to pay you that, right? We talk about automation. Automation, you need your time. Yeah, need time to look at your money. And then of course we talk about niche and delegation, but all of these are still, they have an underlining topic which yes. people don't like to talk about, which is money. Yes, so yes. I'm telling everybody who's watching this video and or listening to the podcast, if you are my student and you have not done so already, you need to connect with Dr. Roche. You yes. go to the link in the bio, you put yes. in your name and email. So you, she will give you a lot of gems just for your name. Okay, (laughs) you get on there and if you feel called, really sit with it. If you feel called that you need to connect with her on a deeper level to have the conversation beyond this podcast, then get out of your way of fear and press the button. You need to look at your money. Yes. Period. Okay, and what's your social media? Where can they find you? Because you got some bomb quotes and stuff so they can like think about it every day. (laughs) Yes, I mean, you know, catch me on the Instagram. 
right? So which is Dr. D-R underscore Roche. You're going to learn it today. R-O-S-C-H-E, right? So that's Roche. And you can also find me, Dr. Roche, on Facebook as well. No underscore, just Dr. Dot Roche. And, you know, catch out, catch some quotes, you know, that's coming through. Catch some videos that roll through here and there too, you know? So all those are Talk to her when she poses a question and you want to answer it on social media, connect. All right. Right. So I know this is not the last time that they'll hear from you. This isn't even the first time. And (laughs) I know that my students have become very accustomed to you showing up pretty much every cohort um, just to give them some gems. Like the students in the DTA, they already have two bonus lessons on wealth mastery from our dope therapist community call in 2020 and 2021. So she's out here prepping y'all to look at your money, up-level your money so that you also can position yourself to invest in yourself at the level that you know you need to beyond graduate school because that is not where the bus stops and you do not deserve to just sit in a white box, all right? Yes, definitely. So I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for showing love on this podcast and video as usual, right? So we'll make sure to connect all her information and I will see everybody in the next podcast episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.